What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman. And guys, I hope everyone is having, um, I hope every, I hope all of you are having a wonderful Sunday afternoon. Um, guys, we are entering the final week of June. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I struggled my foot. Uh, guys, we are entering the final uh, week of the month of June. Um, guys, we are literally we're one week away from uh, we're one week away from uh, we're one week away from July. Um, that's uh, you know um, it's crazy and it's scary because Saquon Barkley hasn't got a, he hasn't gotten a deal done yet with the Giants. Oh, God. Um, you know, um, and the reason why, um, the reason, the reason why I brought up Saquon Barkley is because obviously a lot of you guys wanted me to talk about, uh, the Saquon Barkley situation, and I do too. Um, nothing has happened yet, you know, contract talks are continuing, and it's scary. But, you know, um, you know, this is just how the NFL works. I've said this multiple times. This is how the NFL works, you know. If you, if you, you know, like if you wanna keep, you know, you know, like it's not easy to keep the best players on your roster for a long time, you know. Um, you know, Saquon, we all know and healthy, he's one of the best running backs in the NFL. Um, this guy is a generational talent. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. That um, I'm hoping that the Giants and Saquon can get somewhere where they can agree to a deal. Um, <sighs> um, but you know, there's still time. You know, we 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 still got we still got this. We still got one week left of June, and we got some parts of July, July 17th, obviously, that's gonna be, uh, um, that's when the franchise, July 17th, uh, that's obviously, um, you know, obviously, once it hits July 17th, uh, teams aren't allowed to, uh, teams aren't allowed, you know, teams won't have a chance to, to, uh, extend their players that they want to extend. Um, that sucks, but you know that's just how the league works. Um, a lot of you got a lot of you guys are asking me questions, you know. Um, and, um, and this one was very interesting. Um, the question that you guys are asking me is that Justin, do you you know is Saquon Barkley as is Saquon Barkley as irreplaceable to the Giants' offense as he appears? Well, look at. Saquon, he want. It's very obvious that's it. Well, yeah, I, I, no one knows what. No one knows what kind of contract Saquon wants. You know, he says that he doesn't want to be the highest paid running back. You know, but he's not trying to break the running back market. You know, and that's why I kept on saying I think he wants fifteen million dollars because if you don't want, to, you know, the highest paid running back is Christian McCaffrey, and Christian McCaffrey got sixteen million dollars. So. If you don't, if you're not trying to break, if you're not trying to be the high, if you're not trying to break the running back market, you know, if you're not trying to be the highest paid running back, but you want respect, 
you know, I think it's $15 million. And I think the, I, I'm, I feel confident that the Giants will get a deal done. You know, um, but is $15 million respect, is, it's $15 million respectful enough to Saquon to, for him to agree to that, you know, remember Saquon said he, he wants respect, and I came up with the question, what, what is respect for Saquon Barkley, what, what, what contract is respectful enough for him to be like, okay, I would love that, you know, so, oh, God, I don't know, you know, um, and, uh, I feel like if Saquon does, but you know, it's so crazy because I still feel like Saquon, I still feel like Saquon's going to play because the Giants draft, the New York Giants drafted Eric Gray, the rookie running back out of uh, Oklahoma. And it's going to, you know, it's <sighs> Eric Gray, this, 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 this kid can play, you know, I heard a lot of good things about him. I heard that I heard that Eric Gray was the 11th best running back out of this year's draft class in the running back position. You know, um, so what if Eric Gray plays so good that he take that the Giants are gonna be sold on Eric Gray and not Saquon Barkley? You know, and Saquon wants to be in New York. We heard what he said. You know, after we got decimated by the Eagles in the in the divisional round in the playoffs, he says he wants to be a giant. The Joe Shane and the front in this front office they want to keep Saquon, but they don't. They they can't get. They both can't agree on the deal because every team in the NFL doesn't care about running backs. You know, it's. I'm just gonna say, it. teams don't care about running backs. Right? Running backs are useful. You know, they're not useful. They're, they're useless. You know, and I'm not trying to be offensive to the running back position, but that's the truth. I'm not going to hide the truth. You know, I mean, the only the only running back that gets used the most is probably Derrick Henry. You know, he's probably the only running he's probably the only running back that gets used the most by any running back. You know, but. It's kind of, you know, Derrick Henry and the Titans is very similar to the Giants, you know, and Saquon Barkley because Derrick Henry, he's, you know, he's the most talented player on that offense. Saquon Barkley is the most talented player on the Giants offense, you know, but can you really, comp- but can you really relate, can you really does anyone even really think that Daniel Jones and Ryan Tannehill are very similar? I mean, Ryan Tannehill, he's not as athletic. He doesn't move that much in the pocket. You know, Daniel Jones, he has more rushing yards. The only difference is that Ryan Tannehill, he's been, he's ever, you know, ever since he's got into Tennessee, he's been, he's been playing with great receivers. He's played with A.J. Brown, you know, who's now with the Eagles. 
you know, like like Ryan Tannehill, he's been he's been playing with a lot of great receivers. You know, Daniel Jones hasn't had one thing. Like imagine if Daniel Jones had imagine if Daniel Jones had a wide receiver like AJ Brown. Like that would be crazy. But we're getting off topic here. Um, I think when I look at say, you know, when I look at the Giants, I still feel like they will get a deal done because if Eric Gray plays so good, what if Eric Gray somehow takes Saquon Barkley's uh, spot as the starter? Because Matt Breda, he's not Matt Breda. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not trying to say Matt Breda is not a great running back, but he doesn't have the. He doesn't have the. He doesn't have the body frame to run through gaps. I mean, he's a he's a pretty fast runner, but Matt Breda, he's not meant for running through lanes or holes. That's meant for Saquon Barkley. That's meant for Eric Gray, big running backs who can take hits. Um, so it's gonna <clears throat> it's gonna be very interesting to see how everything. Um, gonna be interesting um like i said there's still time but i think the question we need to i think the question we need to start looking at is if saquon barkley is saquon barkley as irreplaceable to the giants offense as he appears and has his play merited that um look at saquon look at Saquon is not worth a contract that guarantees more than $22 million. And that's not trying to be rude. That's, I'm just speaking on the position he plays. Running backs shouldn't, running backs shouldn't get paid more than $20 million. I mean, that's wide, that's wide receiver kind of money. And wide receivers and quarterbacks get paid more than running backs. You know? Um, or at least that's what... Or at least that's what the cold, hard numbers say. Some would like to pretend that football is a sport played on paper, but there's a lot more to it than that. You know, the the Giants are engaged in contract talks with their captain and former top draft uh, and former top draft pick. Joe Shane has indicated in both actions and words that he has a walkaway number. The question is where that number lies. Either Saquon Barkley will con- uh, concur and John Merrill will stand aside in negotiations with the team leader still at the core of these negotiations and the belief on Barkley's part that he is an irreplaceable player for the Giants. But is that really true going forward? Or is there a price point at which extending Barkley would be more of a hindrance than a help to the team let's look at the tread on his tires um much has been made of the regression in the running back market over the past number of years Dalvin Cook um, Austin Eckler and Saquon Barkley have all come up against uh that all the all those running backs have all come up against that this offseason, not being able to even touch Christian McCaffrey's top of the market, $16 million per year contract. However, the reasoning for it is due to research over the past 20 years. That indicates just how interchangeable running backs are. Not only that, but running backs have 
and extremely short shelf life. They often entered the NFL at the peak of their powers and have a brief window of dominance before beginning to decline, sometimes uh, perceptuously. The data, look at the data increasingly shows that running backs decline when they enter a season with roughly 1,500 career touches. Saquon Barkley's heading into his fifth season in the league and has 1,201 career touches. With, you know, with the 352 touches he, uh, he compiled between the regular season and the playoffs in 2022, Saquon will, <clears throat> Saquon will most likely hit that touch plateau with a healthy 2023 season. You know, it, look, at if, if Saquon wants to play on the one-year franchise tag, the Giants could then safely let him walk just, uh, they could just safely, safely let him walk just as his likely shelf life begins to hit. Signing Saquon to any short, uh, signing him to any sort of extension at all will likely force them to bury a large cap charge for a player who is no longer efficient. You know, let's look at the raw numbers in 2022. You know, Saquon ranked fourth in the NFL in rushing yards, in 2022 with 1,312. His 10 rushing touchdowns ranked eighth among running backs and his 62 uh, rushing first downs tied for six, as he also had 32 rushes of 10 or more yards, which was the fifth highest mark. He fumbled just once. However, his 4.4 yards per carry tied for 21st among running backs. Let's look at the advanced numbers in 2022. Some of the more advanced running back statistics paint a different picture of Barkley's season. Those metrics attempt to measure running back efficiency rather than merely their accumulated to- excuse me, totals. These numbers tend to indicate how replaceable a running back is <clears throat> far more <clears throat> than their raw totals. You know, so look at Look, a recent article by Larry Boulder of The Athletic looked at running back expected points added per rush, <clears throat> expected points added per target, and combined expected uh, expected points per added uh, rush uh, rush plus target compared to their um, to their 2023 salary. Saquon is projected to be the third highest paid running back in the league with his $10.1 million franchise tag number. However, Saquon's um, expected points per added uh, ranks do not come close to justifying that salary. He ranked 49th out of 64 running backs with a negative negative 0.10 EPA per rush plus target, 37th with uh, a negative 0.6 EPA per rush, and 52nd with a negative 0.24 EPA per target. You know, Larry Holder notes that despite the low ranking, Barkley's negative 0.6 EPA per rush was actually the highest number of his career. Football Outsiders contextualizes these numbers a bit. Their signature stat, defense adjusted value over average, you know, which assesses a player's value over the average when taking into account down 
uh, account down, distance, and game context. You know, it is primarily a measure of efficiency. Among 42 running backs with at least 100 rushing attempts, Saquon Saquon Barkley ranked 21st with a 0.2% DVOA. That speaks to an average player rather than a below average one, but still not enough to justify committing significant cap dollars to him. You know, um, NFL next-gen stats, um, rush rush yards over expected metric paints a similar picture. The purpose of uh, RYOE is to differentiate between the yardage a running back was expected to pick up given his blocking and the leverage of the defense when he first received the ball compared to the yardage he actually gained. The Giants back uh, the Giants running back ranked 16th, 16th in RYOE per rush with a positive 0.3, uh, 0.396. While it's an encouraging sign that the number is positive, sig- signaling that he did add some surplus value over his blocking. You know, it's hard to say that he is irreplaceable. Some of Pro Football Focus numbers add for, uh, further elements. Saquon Barkley ranked, ranked 27th among running backs with just 2.78 yards after contact per attempt and 31st with a 37.1 elusiveness rating, indicating that he struggled to break tackles and make plays happen after contact. He ranked 19th with uh, with a uh, 0.89 yards per uh, route run, indicating that he was about as average in receiving efficiency. His 9.5% drop rate was the 8th worst among running backs. Overall, these metrics portray Barkley's 2022 season in a fairly uh, damning light. At best, they seem to say that he was a league average running back. At worst, he was one of the least efficient backs in the league. Now let's talk about replacements. Yeah, look at the idea that Barkley is replaceable for the Giants carries little weight unless considering who his replacement will be. The options are rather thin with Matt Breida, rookie fifth round pick Eric Gray, special teamer Gary Brightwell and 2022 practice squad uh, running back Sean Corbin as the only um, in-house candidates. No. Saquon isn't going anywhere in 2023, notwithstanding his feeble attempt to gain leverage by stating that he would consider sitting out the season. Both he and, look at Saquon and the Giants know that he would not make a foolish career move. Even Le'Veon Bell admitted that it was a mistake on his part when he left the Steelers to go to the Jets. This is more about 2024 and 2025, which is presumably when the contract would still be in effect. We know what Matt Breida is at this point in his career. A backup running back. He's entering his, his, you know, he's going to be 28 years old this upcoming season. And average, you know, Matt Breida averaged 4.1 yards per carry on 54 rushes in 2022. He's certainly not a Saquon Barkley replacement, nor is Gary Brightwell. Who had just 32 uh, total carries in the two seasons with the Gi- with the Giants and is almost exclusively a special teams player. Obviously, the chances that either player is on the 2024 roster are not that great. Brito will be a, a free agent, while Gary Brightwell is fighting 
for his 2023 roster spot. Deshaun Corbin is, you know, the other candidate fighting with Brightwell and bearing a break uh, breakout onto the seat, um, onto the scene. He won't be the answer. That leaves Eric Gray, and that's why I kept on bringing Eric Gray. That leaves Eric Gray. The Giants selected him. That's why you have the draft to address the need. Just in case something bad goes happen, just in case something bad happens, that's why you draft. Just in case of these kind of things, and that's why I keep up bringing up Eric Gray. And everyone keeps saying, "Who, who who's going to replace Saquon Barkley when he, uh, the Giants don't get a deal done?" It's Eric Gray. Eric Gray would be a starting running back if Saquon doesn't start. That's why they drafted him. <clears throat> <sighs> and look at, I'm not, I don't have anything against this guy, you know, I never watched him, but I heard a lot of good things about him, a lot of people said that he was the 11th best running back in the, in, you know, in the running back, in the running back, at the running back position, so hey, I'll take him, you know, he's an, and you look, you compare him to Saquon Barkley, they're not that different. They're they're both they're both big running backs. You know, Eric Gray, he can you know he, he he can move a little bit. He can move a little bit once running through gaps. You know, I said when I was watching uh, highlights of Eric Gray, I, I said it myself, this guy reminds me he reminds me a little bit of an of an uh of a an Ezekiel Elliott Saquon Saquon Barkley type of running back. You know he's gonna he'll move inside and he'll he'll run through gaps. That's very similar to Ezekiel Elliott. You know we see Zeke once. You know we see how Zeke. You know on third down like third down like sh- like short short conversions. We see Zeke run through. We see Zeke run through gaps. You know same thing with um same thing with um Eric Gray. You know look at. Eric Gray had just a 6.56 relative athletic score, which ranked in the 34th percentile among all running backs to ever participate in, uh, at the NFL com- uh, Combine. In particular, his 4.62 speed was unimpressive. Now look at While Eric Gray is clearly nowhere near the athlete Saquon is, there is one area in which he may be able to bring surplus value. Yards after contact. Among 146 FBS backs with at least 100 carries in 2022, Eric Gray ranked in the 69th percentile in yards after contact per attempt with 3.43 and in the 73rd percentile with a 96.2 elusiveness rating. Furthermore, Eric Gray also ranked in the 73rd percentile with 1.3 yards per route run and had zero drops on 40 targets. Look at this is not to, this is not to suggest that Eric Gray can be a Saquon Barkley replacement. However, it does speak to the greater philosophy of how to handle the running back position in the NFL. If look at if a, if a team does not have a top talent on a rookie contract, the most efficient way to add value is via a divide and conquer approach. You know. Uh, the book, uh, the book, um, Cap, uh, Caponomics. Basically, it's a book uh, that talk. It's a book that talks about building Super Bowl champions. You know, by Zach Moore. 
you know, it's basically build. It's basically about how to build up a super, uh, build up a team into a Super Bowl champion. You know, Zach Moore details how the uh, how the uh, Patriots consistently built an effective running game by acquiring multiple running backs with diverse skill sets, namely power, elusiveness, and receiving ability. You know, look at the Giant. Obviously, you know that was you know obviously that was a long time ago. You know when the Patriots were really good back in the late 2000s, early late 2000s. Look at the the Giants can endeavor to do the same by drafting running backs in the mid to late rounds each year, focusing on com- focusing on comp- uh, comp- uh, complementary picks. You know. Um. Look at considering that Saquon's peripherals do not show a dominant running back. The Giants should be able to replace his production with a cheap committee approach and a com- you know and a commitment to the position at the end of the draft and in the undrafted free agent pool. Now the question is, will they do it? Look, I believe I believe that Joe Shane is aware of Saquon Barkley's advanced metrics. The running backs, you know, the running backs in, uh, insinuate, insin, um, insinuation that the reports in the media about the Giants' previous contract offers were inaccurate suggest that Joe Shane offered little guaranteed money. Now, uh, former NFL agent Joel Corey pointed out that the franchise tag would provide Barkley with $22 million guaranteed over the next two seasons, making that the starting point for any negotiation. However, look at even though Joel Corey said that, that does not take into consideration that the Giants could simply let Saquon Barkley walk after one year on the tag, perhaps making the true threshold the $10.1 million tag number. If Joe Shane follows the 1,500 uh, touch number cited above, he may well be ready to let Barkley go when the data indicates that his effectiveness will decline even further. Look at either. All I'm saying is this: either Joe Shane will actually do it, or either, or either he will be able to do so. Is a different story. John Mara, the Giants owner, is very cognizant of his team's tradition, of his team's tradition, and may balk at the idea of letting one of the letting one of its most popular players walk. It could potentially, you know, he could potentially see it as disrespectful, as Saquon Barkley has stated, and intervene. Joe Shane could also take that into consideration of his own of his own accord. You know look at the fact that look at the fact that the Giants and Saquon Barkley have resumed talks certainly makes it more likely. However, the advanced numbers certainly set up a Kavit enter, which means let the you know which I'm basically saying let the buyer beware situation. Obviously, look at the Giants are. I feel like the Giants are shopping for Barkley. It's their responsibility to ensure that they know what they're getting. You know, and that's all I gotta say about that. You know, um, but yeah, I never knew we were gonna. Uh, I never knew we were gonna bring up this question. You know, um, because Saquon Barkley went healthy, he's. When he, when healthy Saquon Barkley is he he is uh he is he's not replaceable. You know um, Saquon Barkley he is one of the most athletic quarterbacks at this position. 
you know, um, oh, not quarterbacks, running backs. He's one of the most athletic running backs at the running back spot, you know, um, but if you, you know, um, that, like I said before, that's why you have the draft. That's why you go out and you draft running. That's why you go out and draft a running back that doesn't have it, that you don't have any contract problems with and you make sure that you get that player because you want to make sure that every position on your roster is set to go. Um, but we're going to have to see what happens. Um, you know, and it's so crazy that we're talking so much about the running back spot. Um, but, you know, in this case, for the Giants, it's very different because Saquon Barkley, he is... He's the best player on this offense. Even though he is a running back, he helps everyone. But he helps everyone get better. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how it's going to be interesting to see how uh, this whole thing uh, plays out. Um, yeah, guys, that's all I got to say about that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I appreciate the question. Um, let me know how you guys feel about my long talk about this topic. I'll get right back at you guys. I'll keep you guys updated for more news about the uh, New York Giants and Saquon Barkley. And more. That's the best I can. But until then, guys, I am out. Peace.